It's a comedian. Yeah. He is. <laughs> no, not joking. We're live. We're live. We're here. I We're got here. a Tottenham thing though. You got a Tottenham thing? Oh, <laughs> you, man, man. Too cold in it. It's too cold in it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to that Josh James show with me, stand-up comedian Josh James. As ever, I'm joined by my right and man, trusty producer, top producer in the game, the Italian Stallion Salvatore Bacconi. How we doing, Big Sally? Yes, yes, all good. And I'm joined by one of my best friends on the comedy circuit today. One of the best up-and-coming stand-up comedians out there. Wow. Also, star on your tellies, on BT Sport, he's on Sky. He is the man right now. Hey, man, stop gassing me up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> stop gassing me up, bro. Stop gassing me up, man. Andrew Menzel, what's happening? Good, man. Thanks for having me. It's been a long time. We've been Mate, trying to get on this. I yeah, know. Yeah. I'm fucking just, you know what? I'm just like, disorg- not the, I'm a bit disorganised with like, get a guest in and then I like it's just tricky you know what tricky, I mean getting the time to get people in yeah. so but thanks for making the journey over to Essex man to Essex mate to I deepest love, darkest I love Essex guys man I feel like Essex Essex people are the, only, are the only white people that laugh like black people yeah every time I've done one of your gigs like it's just rowdy it's like a bunch of niggas in there <laughs> <laughs> what is that two minutes in sorry sorry just, I also get that off my chest though. I felt oh, like getting out of my chest man I was like yeah man I love the Essex well man. listen <laughs> I like to think we're a bunch of n-words as well you know what I mean so no mate we got that mate I've always said to you like I always said to you, like, I know I can always kill a black gig, right? Mm. And I know for a fact, if I book you to gig round here, I'm like, I know everyone's going to fucking love him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what, it, I think it's the same because it's working class. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say it's that sort I of vibe. I think so. We love, they love edgy stuff. They love like... It's the edginess, it's the edginess. I think. I think it's what it's that way it is. Because when you do like, even when you do those like social clubs... I was doing a gig in Sutton yesterday, Sutton United. It's just the same sort of vibe and I just love it. Like, oh, Where's yeah. Sutton? Sutton is like just past Croydon. Bus past Croydon. South yeah. London, is that Commando or is that Surrey? I think I think it's Surrey. Yeah, I think it's Surrey still. Yeah. I think they're in League Two. I yeah. mean, it's actually in the stadium. You right. feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to, I went back. I went back round to look at the pitch. <laughs> I got the guy, one guy was like, we, we, we did. <laughs> but I was yeah, like, I'm yeah. sorry, I just, I'm a comedian, innit? I just wanted to see the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was still reminiscing. I still think I can make it. You get me? So, like, yeah. yeah. Mate, yeah. you was good football, though, weren't you? I was decent. Yeah, I was decent. But like, the thing about football, yeah, I'm decent, innit? So if I kicked with you, you would think I'm decent. But the level to be pro is crazy, bro. Yeah. Like, Obviously, my cousin Ezra at Palace. He was, I was decent, but he was different. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he was just yeah, yeah. a different type of footballer. Like, he just could do anything. Like, and I don't think he ever tried. Do you get me? Mm. Anytime I played with him, it was like he was taking it light and it was just too. Ezra uh, obviously plays for Palace now. Mm, proper. It's crazy, man. Like, watching him in the premise, mad. Like. Sick. How's he been getting on there? It's, it's tricky because, like, obviously, when he first signed to Palace, he got injured in his first six months of a year, mm. and he was gonna he was gonna be in the um, preliminary squad for the Euros, England Euros. Really? But then, like, so he got injured, and then um, it was like a um, popped his Achilles. So that's, that's a like tough a, injury. Yeah, that's a tough injury, isn't it? Yeah. And then Vieira came in, and then obviously they got Conor Gallagher in, isn't it? So at first he weren't playing as much when he came back mm. from injury, but now he's just he's in the groove, like. Yeah. But it's weird watching him because like. 
He's he's he seems different when he's on a pitch. If that makes sense, than how I know him. Mm. It's like he's like obviously like knowing him growing up. He's like my younger cousin, so he's like small and like quiet. But on the pitch, he's got like some sort of presence where he looks taller, he looks bigger. Yeah, he looks like a bit more aggressive. But I think that's just his presence on the pitch. And then yeah, when course. you see him off it, he's just like calm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You ever played football like with comedians before? Yeah. So I played. Um, they do a comedian's comedian thing, isn't it? Like is that on on, sun, on Sunday? No, so that's like, so I think the uh, Sunday one is like the up and coming comedians. The one I played was like the old pros. Oh, really? Yeah, so it was like- Because well, I played in the- <laughs> Well, you played in the-, the I've played like I've played a few times in the Sunday up and coming comedians is that, one. That's the that's thing at Shoreditch. Yeah, yeah. And I, like, I, I, now and again, I like to play because it's, it's a good- it's a good confidence boost. Because <laughs> they're like, I can't remember, like, wow, like you're really good. And I'm like, listen, I can play. I've always played. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but this is this is just how we play in my neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like this is this is standard. This is this, this is just this is just standard. You know, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I'm a decent player. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. technically, I look good on the ball and that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, like physically, I've got a lot of things missing. Um, yeah, and like yeah, my temperament yeah, yeah. as well is 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 not good. You say head loss. You're a head loss guy. Ah, big 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 head loss guy, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking lose it big time. Um, that's why I stopped playing. To be honest, I was just fucking like yeah, just like. When you say head loss, do you mean like red card head loss or like guys yeah, can get in your head? Be red like, you're card, shit, you're fucking shit. tear then, ups. Oh, is just, it? Yeah, fucking chasing yeah. the ref out the park car park. <laughs> Are you a fight? I didn't see mate, that. I'm still banned by the FA. Because I got it? sent off twice in two weeks and I got like £250 fine. And I was just like, fuck that. I'm not paying that. Like, £250? Like, £250, yeah. For what? And I got banned. And so I'm on this I'm on this list with the FA that I can't play basically until I've paid that fine. And so I, had serve, I, had serve, <laughs> I had to serve a six-month ban <laughs> as well. So, yeah. What did you do? Um. Well, what? yeah. So one of them was two double, double yellows, which terrible decision. Anyway, but I got sent off the next week. Um, we was playing Harold Hill. Or they were we were second from bottom. They was bottom. We was like, oh, we're going to win this game at least. Mm. And uh, we ended up losing five four. And I fucking scored the own goal to make it five four. And I just fucking. What, what, what position I, was you playing? I was playing uh, right back or centre half. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just lost it with the ref and just like. Well, you lost it with the ref because you used to go to own goal. <laughs> yeah, mate, listen, you got to just look for something. <laughs> you got to blame somebody. You got to blame somebody. You can't blame yourself. It's not because I'm shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. But yeah, no, I've played in the comedians one. And uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's just funny. There was one player who I'll tell you it was after. He told loads of people that he played semi-pro. Oh, damn, man. And I was, I was like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And he had not told me because... I think he probably knew you'd tell. suss it out. Oh, mate, straight away, like you know. And then after, I'm like, with the comedian that I'm talking about, if I told you, you'd be like, yeah, you. I could see him saying that. Right? Oh, damn man, damn man, damn man, mate. There's no way. I mean, semi-pro, maybe if it's the fucking Paralympics or something <laughs> like that. Do you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but he was, yeah, he was not. He was not at. He was not up to it. Yeah, because the one I played in was like the older comedians. It was like Mark Steele, you know, right. Elliot Steele's dad. Yeah. And there was a guy called, I forgot his name, Ivan. Ivan, I think he helped start off the curb. Right. Anyway, he's an old guy. Like, no, bro. Like, he's old. Like, he's, yeah. 
he's old. So like he had the ball. So I went, I went in. <laughs> and then they were like, no, nah, you can't, <laughs> and you can't tackle him. You Do you know? Because he's like, he's going to die <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you go through a minute. So it was just like, it was a fun, it was like a fun, like little, little run around. He's got to know that you're there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I was, I was, I was like the new guy in it. Yeah. So I didn't want to, I, I know. Was I you the think, best player there? Yeah, but it was a decent players though. There's Ivo Graham is decent. Yeah. And obviously, I'm the kind of guy I'll gas my team up. So I was like, Ivo, bro, you're the best player I've played with. <laughs> <laughs> you're a generational talent. Cool. And, I was and he started getting gassed. And he started playing better. Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Played, yeah, yeah, played above and beyond. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, um, but yeah, that was decent. But I I can't really go because we write fantasy football the days they play, innit? Oh, I really? think Ellis, Ellis James, who's on fantasy football, he plays in that one a lot. Oh, do you know um, who's a good player? Math Brown. He used to play for Brentford. Is it? Yeah, yeah. He used to play. And he used to coach at like Liverpool and that. Oh, so really? he's, he's like, I think he's, yeah, he's he's a player, but he's a bit older now, so he's probably in his 40s. Um, okay. Yeah. Ali Woods was pretty decent, like physically decent and sort of plays like a comedian, like he works really hard. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and he's yeah. everywhere. He you plays know? like his personality. <laughs> yeah, and he mate. tried fucking clattering me a couple of times and I sort of had to like, I had to sort of be like, like part of me thought, listen, next time he gets the ball, Fucking go through, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was like, I was like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they all take it personally, them man, innit? Them comedians. Yeah, I mean, nice. I took it personally to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> when he clapped me, I was like, fucking hell, Ali, man, you fucking smashed me there. Uh, but uh, Michael Adewale's good as well. Decent. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, good, yeah, like yeah. physical. He's just like classic black striker. Like, wow, them pace merchants. Like, like, but but, but as in strong on the ball. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I've defending against him. He he always nicks goals, and also just like he physically, he's he's good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but also yeah, he yeah. knows where the goal is. You know? Yeah, because that's the thing about playing non-league, man. If you're black, it's long because they just put you on the wing. But I'm not fast, isn't it? And I go one time the, the gaffer was like, "And you use your pace." I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What pace, bro? I ain't got no fast six fibers in my body, bro." But you're sent him in. Yeah, or I should, but I should play right back. You know, once, mate, mate, I was, <laughs> like, I was growing up, I was always a centre mid, and then when yeah. obviously physically, when I started, you know, smoking, fucking sticking shit up my nose, you know, I had to go, <laughs> <laughs> I had to I, go right back. I had to go right back. You know, I didn't have to, I didn't have to, I didn't have to. But you know what's magic? I feel like growing up, guys didn't want to play fullback because it was deemed like Gary Nevillish. But I don't feel like now, if you play a fullback, I don't feel like now it's a. It's a discredit to you. I love playing right some back. some of the best players, like Marcelo, yeah, yeah. Alves, even Trent, like they're fullbacks. So yeah, like, and I love playing right backs. You get a lot, you get a bit more time on the ball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can, if you can get up and down, you know, like you can actually be a part of attack, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, It's a good, yeah. good position to play. And and centre mid as well is like, sometimes if you're just like, it's very easy to get someone in centre mid who can't really play football, but just very fit. And physical, yeah. And yeah. and physical, and that makes a massive difference. And sometimes you're actually chasing the game, just trying to compete with that physicality and not yeah, really yeah, getting yeah. on the ball as much. But as also, much. like I don't, I feel like centre mid is is only good if you're playing at a decent level. Because I play like Sunday league sometimes, bro. If you're playing centre mid, you're just fighting. Yeah, just the ball's fighting, in the yeah. air. You're playing volleyball for the most part of the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just. People don't know how to just play it into yeah, your feet. Yeah, and... yeah, just give it to give it to, like, the centre half, just kick it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get me? So it's long. Do you still do you still play Sunday League? I haven't played in a while, mate. I've played in a few years now. Yeah, um, Sunday League, man. Got to pay that fine off first. 
Oh, I've had a final. Oh, do you know what? One thing I've thought about doing is doing a little comedians game, like filming it or something. That'll be jokes, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? That'll be jokes. Maybe we could do that. We could both be captains. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we could- Blacks um, Blacks be wise, yeah. <laughs> That's what we used, used to do, do that at school. Yeah, we used to do that. Yeah, Blacks be wise. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah on my estate, we used to do Blacks be wise. Yeah, um, the, I can't lie. When you play Blacks be wise, you understand why white people rule the world. Them, <laughs> them man, them man were organized. Like they didn't have as much talent, but all of us, we wanted the glory. Do you get it? So we want, <laughs> we wanted the glory, bro. Everyone want to be a Neymar. Everyone want to be Henri. You get me? Mm. But the white guys know this is our guy. Up front, we're here and they're solid and organised. Listen, um, <laughs> us white blokes, right? We've got shouts that just like, you gone quiet, lads? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come stuff on, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But we had these two guys on my state, um, the twins, innit? Gabriel and Raphael, they were unbelievable. So like- Black kids. Two black guys. One yeah. was, bro, mad, like identical twins. Yeah. One was right footed. One was left footed. Both up front. It was, they just, telepathy, it was mad, innit? And they were unbelievable. So when it was getting sticky for us, they just said, everyone go defense. You get me? And they basically used to win us the game, just them yeah. two. But we used to do it like, if you won, you got to keep the balls for the week, innit? So we used to play every Saturday, Millennium School, we used to climb over the school because they had the AstroTurf. Right. Because in South London, we don't have a lot of pitches like that. We don't mm. have like a lot of power leagues and that. So we used to climb over the school and play like 8v8. If you ever win all the balls and that, you have it for the week. So when you're in school, you can play it. Uh, day. Yeah, you used to play it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did a lot of the white kids go to the same school as you? Yeah, we all went like John Roan. Yeah. Which is like in Greenwich, just like Blackheath. So yeah. everyone went to the same school, but it's like from different ages and that. And we had two buildings in our school, innit? So it's like upper building and lower building. So it was just like, it was sick, bro. It's funny mm. the difference between a, like, well, I suppose he's changing up now, but I suppose how people perceive a black footballer and a white footballer. Yeah, because, bro, because you have to understand, that time was prime Jogger Benito. So all the black footballers, it's like Ronaldinho was our hero, uh, Henri, all of them, man, innit? So guys just wanted flair. That's, that's when, why like, it flair. sounded like John Terry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the man had, like, the man is organised, bro. I, don't, I can't explain it. Like, the man were playing back four. Do you get me? Yeah. Stay at the back. Get up. Words I never heard. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Up yeah. together. I'm yeah. like, what? These yeah, are our organized. army. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We're yeah. like the Romans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My, yeah. My school was quite mixed and we had, we used to do that at lunchtime and it was just literally like the easiest way to differentiate, to, to, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which sounds a bit fucking mad, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I mean, at the end of the day, that's where it is. People go, oh, it's common sense, isn't it? Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Like, we ain't, ain't got bibs, we ain't got none of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so almost you... like a human bib, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But we had yeah. the, the white boys, though, they had two black guys, mixed race guys, Calvin and Jots, but they were like white black guys, you get me? Right. But they brought the flair to their team. So when they... What? When they had them two, it was, I can't lie, we went for a, a, a dry spell, like six weeks, we couldn't win, we couldn't yeah. win, because they had the black flary guys, but then they had the organization. Yeah. Bro, it was tough, bro. Those, yeah, were, yeah, those yeah. were some tough weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so we figured them out. Yeah, those Fucking were some tough Fucking Brexit, yeah. Windrush. Yeah, yeah, those yeah, are the days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you reckon yeah. schools are still doing that? Or do you reckon like, it's, uh, it's got to a point now where a teacher would be like, we can't be doing this? I don't, but. yeah, I think, I don't think this. But I don't the thing know, is, mate, weird, I that. think for younger kids, like, with like my black mates growing up, like, I think that becomes more of a thing when you become an adult. Yeah, you don't really think about you it. Don't really yeah. think That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you're kind of into that, especially if you grow up on the same sort of estate, you're kind of into the same sort of things. You're into the same music. You watch the same football. Like, so I feel there's much more of a separation when you're when you're an adult or you're, you mix in with white people that are not like, 
when you do comedy now, there's loads of white middle class people who mm. are not like you. Do you get me? So I can't really relate to them, but it's not a white thing. It's more of a culture thing or a class thing. Yeah. If that makes sense. More than, oh, this person's white, so I don't, can't relate to them. Mate, I've always felt like, I don't, I don't know what it is, but like a lot of my mates on the, like the comedy circuit, I do, it is funny how, you know, I've got a lot of friends on the comedy circuit that are black and that I, f I relate to more yeah. than, uh, than But I say, think the biggest, I think the biggest divide isn't race. I think it's, it's class. class. It is class. Mm. And that's the I thing think, that gets overlooked the most yeah, as well. I think it's actually class. Because bro, when you talk, I don't, there's, there's bad guys that come in my head. They're just, they're just like you. They talk mm. like you. They sound like you. You feel me? And I've grew up with those guys. But mm. then you go on like, because comedy is very middle class. I didn't really know that. Do you know what I mean? Because all that, I don't when you before you get into comedy, I didn't understand the indus comedy industry. I just looked at fucking the comedians I saw who were famous and that. And like Mickey Flanagan wasn't different to me than Chris Rock. They were just funny guys. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but when yeah. you get in the industry, you see, oh, there's like the Soho guys, there's this people, and it's that's where yeah. it feels like there's a divide. But really and truly, like I feel like when it comes to the working class, and they're all funniest to me, it's saying that the working class guys are the funniest. Because it's like they have something to say, and it's like, oh, maybe it's the edgy thing that we like. Because that's like, was it like growing up? Like it was just constant banter. Yeah, the thing is though, you know, like I've said this on the, on the podcast before. I've, I, you know, I've always said that I come from like a working class family for sure. But my upbringing, and I've got material about it. You know, I feel like my upbringing, you know, was because my mum and dad had their own business, was more middle class. But in terms of middle class, in terms of a monetary sense, in terms of I never went without and the yeah, area yeah, I grew yeah. up in probably, you know, Brentwood is is, is a bit more of a nicer area of, of Essex. But definitely, you know, everyone that I was growing up with was was working class, especially the school that I went to, you know, the kids I'm talking about with Hornchurch, Rumford. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, but for sure, I, I think you're, you're I, I totally right in terms of, I think, people relate to each other more in terms of what they feel like their sort of class background is, yeah, but, yeah. but maybe not, they're not looking at it that deep. They're looking at it just like in terms of a, of like you said, like a banter sort of level, you know, of, of what do you make jokes about? Yeah, like yeah, I know, yeah. for example, I can make, I can make a joke, you know, we've both got quite a dark sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, now yeah, I yeah. don't know if that, if you would just associate that with a class thing, but I just think that we, we do, but I suppose if you did look at it, maybe more of a middle upper class person and more, more of someone who did maybe go to private school or did grow up in say like a Buckinghamshire or something like that, they're not going to be exposed to that sort of sense of humor. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, because yeah. you're just making fun of the circumstance more like, I think like it was just, because guys, guys' life, when I deep it now, yeah, when I look back at how I grew up, guys' lives were actually shit. Like, but it wasn't, I never looked at them guys like, I remember like one time one guy I was chilling with like he's just like oh yeah he was like waiting for him to come out and he took time in it and he was just like oh yeah I tried to argue with my mom like and he had a cut on his on his thing his mom had threw a plate at him yeah. hit me and I was, I remember at the time I was like oh man oh man let's go to, let's go cage mm. but now I'm thinking about bro his yeah, mom's his mom's fucking him up with a plate <laughs> mate, mate, yeah. do you know what I mean <laughs> I didn't think about it at the time I thought it was what I mean I thought no, but then but then when I, but then I when didn't I, think nothing of it at the time I was just like you oh yeah as a kid. You I was like fuck your mom. do you know what I mean let's go <laughs> <laughs> but, when, but when when you say that like my head goes to yeah but what did he fucking do, do to yeah, deserve yeah, that yeah, plate yeah, do you yeah, know what I mean yeah. like like yeah, because I, I, my mum beat me loads, yeah? But, like, if I look at it correctly, 
My mum, every time my mum beat me, I deserved it. Exactly. If, I'm being, if I'm being real, if I'm be, every time my mum beat me, I actually deserved it. And how many of these kids do you see on the comedy circuit that are like that are like more well to do? And you think to yourself, oh, like you're a bit of a cunt. And you think, <laughs> you, you oh, oh, the reason why you're you didn't a bit get of a slapped cunt is because you didn't go get a fucking beat down. Yeah, 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 you yeah, did, yeah, you yeah. did never had that worry of, oh, do you know what? I better, I better wind my neck in because because well, my mom's gonna slap me. Because yeah, my yeah. mom or my dad is gonna slap me, yeah, or my yeah, fucking yeah. nan or granddad. They're gonna like if I step out of line, they're gonna they're gonna sort me out. Yeah, yeah, I think so because like, you can you can tell, and you can even tell that in some comedians like when they like when they bomb in it. They just blame everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The crowd is shit. shit room. The lighting was off. It's like, nah, bro. Like, you just wasn't that good. Yeah. But, they but don't as well, sometimes I've had like someone get a bit trappy to me. I'm like, mate, like, I don't think you understand. I know we're on the comedy circuit in that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I will fucking chin you. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I, I said that to one. I, I said to I will actually punch when you I was in the face. No, when I was an apprentice at BT, innit? Someone was talking to me crazy. And I said to the guy, like, brother. You know you're only talking to me like this because we're in his place. <laughs> yeah. do, do you get me? Yeah. Do you get me? Like even even if yeah you saw me on a night out, you get me. You would not talk to me like this because yeah. you think you can get away with yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah. I told him, bro, I don't care. I don't. I will bang just you up. Got your yeah, on. just because. Yeah, you got your lanyard on. <laughs> Literally that. You're talking to me like that way. Uh, do you know what I mean? It's crazy. But I think. What do you think about that? Like people who get a bit of power and they just start. Ah, oh, it's fucked. But it's then, fucked, but then listen, it? playing devil's advocate, part of me is thinking, should we think like that? Because part of me, it's like I said to you yeah, when yeah. I done that thing the other day with that B- 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 BBC presenter who, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, giving yeah. me, and I'm thinking to myself, mate, like, listen, I, I, I'll have, I'll have it out of you if you really, <laughs> you know, like, I will, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's in my mentality. But then now I'm thinking. Obviously, that's wrong. That's not the way to act. No, yeah, true. But I feel like, I feel like, for example, when I'm on the ends, yeah, there's certain guys I know, I can't talk to them in certain ways. (laughs) So it made you you go, okay, I can express what I'm feeling in a less aggro way. Do you get me? Because there's certain guys that are going to turn around and deck you straight away if you don't come correct. But I don't feel like, (laughs) I don't feel like those people, yeah, so like there was one girl I used to I used to chat to in school, innit? She was hella rude to the teachers and that. So one time I went to her house, innit? I went to her house, like she lived like near the school. So I went to her house now. Um, and like she opened the door in it, and her mum was taking a nap. So she, bro, imagine now, yeah, her mum is taking a nap. She busts in the room, like, mum, you're pissing me off. Why are you always sleeping, innit? And her mum got up, oh sorry. I said, What? If I came to my house and my mum was sleeping <laughs> yeah. and I bust in my mum's room. Mom, are you taking the piss? Brother, you guys would not see me here today. <laughs> I'll be in a village in Ghana, bro. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying like, because <laughs> she could get away with it in her house, she come to the school like, no one can chat to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like it, it garners like a lot of, I don't know like if it's a shook thing or respect thing, but I feel like guys who come from our kind of background kind of know how to maneuver in different places because you're like, okay, I'm going to say this and like kind of be a bit of a, because I feel like, Unless I'm with my friends or with like comedians, even like I feel like I've got to be a chameleon Yeah. sometimes. I don't really feel like a lot of the times I'm my true self because I just feel like, oh, I'm not in the most comfortable environment. But you kind of learn that like moving about. You, you have to mean? adapt. You have it? to adapt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%, mate. 100%. I well, I didn't have the Ghana thing growing up. I didn't have that. <laughs> what, <laughs> bro? You see, in African parents, yeah, that's one of their um 
that's like the final tool. Like, if you're being naughty, obviously they beat you in that. But bro, it gets to a point, they're so bad, you have to go to Ghana or Nigeria. Yeah. And they send Is that back. why Joshua went to Nigeria? Yeah, they send him back. Like, no, my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> they it happened to a couple of guys in my yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My cousin, my cousin Perry, he, got, he was crazy naughty. Sent him back, yeah. and really? you stay there for. And the thing is, like, so when you go and visit Africa, yeah, as a as a um from England, isn't it? They love you, in it. They so like when I used to go for summers, yeah, bro. Like, imagine I would go in my suitcase. By the time I left, I didn't have no clothes. Do you get me? I just had the clothes I I was leaving with. You just give away everything, like, and they kind of adore you. But when you get, because I don't have that, because they don't have that in them. But when you get sent back because you're being naughty, they don't treat you like. You're English. They treat you like almost dirt. So it's hard for you when you're out there. You get me? And their struggle is different. Like, yeah. we think we struggle. Them man in Africa, like, basically, I'm from Charlton, innit? Charlton, Greenwich, yeah? And the gang there is Cherry, Cherry Boys, innit? They were beefing the Woolwich Boys, innit? But for some reason, Woolwich, yeah? The Woolwich Utes were all Somalian. Ooh. All of them were Somalian. And them I were on a different crud because oh, them, I don't, them I don't shit. understand. Yeah, bro. <laughs> them men are not faced by estate struggle. Them men have come from Somalia. Yeah, come so from famine struggle. and civil war, bro. Them men were on a different, like they were so hardened yeah. to pain and that. Like they were chopping off guys' fingers because that's, their mentality there was different because they escaped a madness. So when they came over here, it was like <laughs> light work living in a council flat. Get me? Because them man, they don't even have water there. So mm. when you go to Ghana and that, that's the kind of struggle they're facing. So it's like a different, it's a yeah. different world. Well, when did your mum's from Ghana? Mm. And when did she come over to UK? I think, so my dad came over first. I think oh, my right. dad was like 20. So he came for uni. Is your dad still alive? No, my dad, my dad died last year. L- last year, that's yeah, it, yeah, I remember. Yeah. So, um, my dad came when he was 20. I think he lived in Manchester. Right. Yeah. So then he, he went back to Ghana and that's when he met my mum. Right. I think my mum was like 18, 19. Mm. So when he met my mum, he basically came back, came back to England, then went back and married my mum, mm. came back to England and basically sorted out all my mum's papers Then my mum came over. Lovely. But apparently like, apparently then it was much easier. Apparently, my dad just went to the home office and be like, I need really? my wife's coming. She needs to have permanent citizenship. And they just gave it to him there. Yeah. Whereas like now, it would have been a whole process sort of that thing. Would, that seem like they're more on it now, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. Patel and that. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. don't, mate, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if but I, I think it would, it would it would have been a harder, a harder thing. But yeah, my mom came over and my mom said that she hated it because obviously it's super cold. And yeah. obviously in, in Africa, they have a laws of like England being like, because oh, obviously it's very much like, um, uh, colonized in certain places, so they love England and the Queen. Really, in the African places. Do you yeah. like the Queen? Did you like the Queen? I'm not. I'm indifferent. I don't yeah. care. But my mum, like when the Queen died, my mum was upset. Yeah, you feel me. So I like, so. but when they have an image of England, like it's so much opportunity here. And the, but when they come, obviously they're always living in Peckham. So she was like cold. You get me shit house. Why am I, my mum was like, why, why? Yeah, why? Why am I here? Sort of thing. And she didn't know. She was really couldn't really speak English at the time. But then luckily, obviously, we live in an area where there's loads of people in her situation. Yeah, right? of course. So we kind of just build a community. Mm. And that's how it kind of was, yeah. Mate, I need to get back over to yours and have some of your mum's jollof. Jollof rice, innit? Jeez! <laughs> oh, mate. Man's taste buds was tingling. Jollof is a bit of me. Yeah, jollof is, jollof is bro. But you need to get deep, hard though. Jollof is like, it's like weed. It's like entry level, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I, I didn't get on well with weed. <laughs> to be honest. 
<laughs> but listen, I'm not a very, like, I don't eat much. I'm very plain eater. So, yeah, what's your favourite food? Right, Potatoes. Don't, don't even get started on this. I uh, love chips. <laughs> chips? Yeah, chips. <laughs> That's not food, bro. Andrew, Andrew, this guy's got the diet of a, like, seven-year-old. So we eat chips and beans and <laughs> Chips. Fish. Fish and chips. I like, I just like plain no. food and that, you know. But jollof's nice. I like chicken, you know, you know, loving a bit of Nando's. So what you get? What's your Nando's? What you get I have Perry chicken? Tamer. Yeah, me too, actually. Yeah. Perry Tamer's Come juicy. On. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Perry Tamer's um, juicy with it. Are you a spice? Do you like spice? No, nah, I don't like spice. He and doesn't, then I have, doesn't eat vegetables. You don't eat veg? Don't eat veg. Don't but eat how are you not fat, though? Because I just exercise a lot. And but are you skinny fat? No, no. He's one of those guys, you know, when he hits 50, the doctor's going to Bro, like, I can't lie, fat. though, bro. <laughs> if you get fat, it's going to be peak because, like, your fat would be nasty fat. Like, it would be jammy dodgers fat. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you can, you can tell a man, like, who's big, who's just eating a lot of carbs. You know there's a difference. Yeah, that's, but then there's, that will be me. <laughs> there's man that have just been eating garbage donuts. Listen, it will suit me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, it will suit me. I'll be Brexit fat. You know what I mean? If you go fat and bald, I'll be big. I'll be big John fat. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's jammy dodger fat. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's like, you know he's eating too much shit, bruv. Mate, okay, he's just, uh, but actually, if you see him when he's younger, he's got a, he's got a figure just like Johnny Fisher. And he's like a handsome guy when he was younger. Mate, he, he like, like a... you can tell the genes in that family, they're just fucking yeah, they're, athletes, they mate. Like balls. Johnny, he's like, I mean, he's he's fucking big, eats a lot, yeah, but yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. But and if you see uh, if you see pictures of Big John when he's younger, mate, he's just. Like, but you know, Lord John will be Big John very soon if he, when he quits boxing and that uh, carries on eating. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Massive. Of course he will. But no, he'll get, he'll go like Ricky Hatton, but mm. he got a long yeah, career Ricky ahead of him. Ricky Hatton, yet. bro, yeah. that is crazy yeah. how, and he's small, isn't it? Yeah, small. So he generally looks like Humpty Dumpty, bro. Yeah. Like, when I see him, like he falls, it's like he's gonna. But he do was know? still doing. I mean, now he's bad, but he was still doing that in between fights. Yeah, in between yeah, I mean, fights, like, he used to blow up. I think that's half why people loved him, really, because they're like, "Ah, oh, this geezer just fucking loves it." Well, I think people like flawed geniuses. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, why we I said like this a lot of people, people love Maradona because he was like a cokehead and that. They yeah, like, it's like it kind of pulls them back to like relatability. Yeah, I'm sort of like the Maradona of the comedy circuit. <laughs> so you're saying is that is that your vibe? Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> but yeah. But uh, that that Paddy Pimblet, he's he's kind of like that as well. Yeah, like, he gets he, quite big. Yeah, 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 yeah. He gets massive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I suppose that. Like, but when I've like, obviously, when I when I first joined a digital team at BT, I was doing a lot of boxing, and like, it's horrible what they got to go through to make weight and Mate, like, boxing, boxing. That's why I put boxing over football now. Like, I prefer really? boxing. Yeah, man, I'm more of a boxing man for sure. I just love. Well, I love this. this, this like how single it is, you know what I mean? It's like them, they got their trainer, but, and I can relate to that, obviously being a comedian. Oh um, yeah, I see what you're saying. You yeah, see what just, I mean? Yeah, out, I, I love as well, like football, loved it so much growing up, but they're so media trained now, you know, and you don't really get to see their personalities, you know, whereas boxing really, to you know, to make a fight bigger, you need to see your personality. We need to see, we need to see the, to you, we yeah. need to see the scars, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that about it. And I just love boxing. I love the art of it. I love the craft of it. Um, yeah, absolutely love it, man. But they, UFC, do you know what? As I, I will watch a bit of UFC, like I'd probably watch Al Paddy and a lot, I watch Conor McGregor, but a bit obviously, a lot of it then gets down to the grappling. And I think for someone like me who's a bit untrained, I don't know anything about jujitsu, anything just like seems that. Boring. It just seems a bit like I can't really appreciate like the technicality of it, you yeah, know. Yeah, I, and yeah, that's yeah. why I love boxing because obviously they're standing up, you know. It's, 
it's a lot more accessible isn't it boxing to the yeah, yeah, to, no, to someone who don't really understand about the only thing i don't like about boxing though yeah i feel like it's hella corrupt man because the fights don't get made yeah, that that like, is listen. That is probably the biggest. How have we not seen? How have we not seen Fury and Age? Yeah, yeah. listen, it, it's a lot of politics in boxing with the different promoters. And, well, that's what I like about UFC. And, and also like the, the, big, broad, the best fights the, happen. The broadcasters is the big thing. It's often not the promoters. The promoters want to make the fight because they because they make so much money. money. Yeah. It's often the broadcasters. Yeah, this you know, Tyson BT, Fury's yeah. BT Sport. You know, AJ was Sky. You know, it. It's it's difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Whereas like the thing I like about US, which is unfair to the fighters because they don't get paid as much, but it's under one umbrella. Under one umbrella. So one you the fights happen. Do you get me? Conor Khabib is happening. And it just it literally happens. Do you know what I mean? Whereas like boxing, it just even like when Floyd fought um Pacquiao, you knew that should have happened ten years before. Yeah, yeah, it was just yeah. You know you know I mean? waiting for it for time. time. Yeah. And yeah. by the time it came out, it was a little bit underwhelming. Like, so like, yeah, yeah, so underwhelming, like but I just think that's the only thing. Fights have got hit at the right time. Yeah, because even like... Um, you know, I see name? Eddie Hearn the other day. He was like, oh, he's still, you know, Wilder. AJ still a big fight. I'm like, no, nah, but it's nowhere near it's as big the, as it was. was yeah, AJ yeah, yeah. Fury would have been huge. It's a bit tarnished now because, you know, AJ's had a few losses. But I'd love to see AJ come back. I, I'm a massive AJ fan. Oh, really? I fucking love AJ. Yeah, and I think he gets a hard time. I, I, I think a lot of people give but him a hard time. But that's what I think. I, and that's I, what I remember like, the floor genius thing. Like, because he's clean cut, he doesn't get much into trouble... People don't like that. They think he's too. Yeah. yeah. But whereas Fury, they like they like Fury. Oh, he was fat. He came back. He's troubled. Do you know what I mean? And they like that. But listen, I love Fury for that. But I also love AJ the fact that he's trying to be professional. He's trying to be a good role model. He come from, you know, what I mean, um, like a, a a tricky situation where he was selling weed or whatever. I like the fact that he's he's been a good role model for for younger kids. I think you need both in boxing. Yeah, so I think yeah, if yeah. everyone's like a Tyson Fury, a Billy Joe Saunders, I don't think that's a good. I think that's great to sell fights, and I love watching those sort of characters. But also, I don't think that's a great example for for younger kids watching boxing. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's interesting because what do you think of the? I, I'm not sure how I feel about the role model team though. I feel like it seems a little bit with someone like AJ. The the reason it always felt a little bit like uncomfortable for me because it didn't really feel genuine. Didn't really feel like you ever got a sense of who he actually was. was you know yeah. what I mean? It always kind of felt like it was a bit of a PR show, and like yeah. every word that he says is carefully chosen. And yeah. so, and I think in that sense, like, and also the role. What are you saying about the role model thing? Like, I mean. Yeah, I get it to a certain extent, but like not every kid in the country is looking to boxers or footballers to be role models. Yeah. And they shouldn't really, you know what I mean? Like your role models, first and foremost, should be your parents. And or then the people be- in your life. And then beyond like, that- I remember like, my mum said to me while yeah. I was listening to DMX, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that hard shit. That hard gangster shit, bro. She was like, this that is not album, church music, bro. Andrew. She wasn't happy, bro. There was one album DMX has. He's, he's, he's sitting in a pool of blood, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love DMX. I remember my mom told me, listen, DMX, she's listening to the lyrics, isn't it? I was like, mom, it's hard. My mom said, listen, you can listen to the music, but just know, if you don't act right, this man is not saving you for my belt. She said that to me. So he goes, you can listen. This is just music. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. Don't be idolizing this man. Yeah, this is yeah. just music. And I remember I clocked like, okay, yeah, there's a difference between. And I think that's when I first started. You know when people talk about the art, separating the art from my artist. That's when I first started doing it. I was like, oh, I'm just going to enjoy this music and then not look like, not go out and try and kill someone. Yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I thought the role model thing is, because even like the AJ, you see when the AJ um, batted up the guys in uni, the uni boys, he was shouting something out. Yeah, to him. yeah. I think that's sick. Yeah, I that like to that. me is more yeah. of a role model than being 
clean PR, if that makes sense. Because that mm, keeps yeah. it real. That's like, bro, you shouldn't be saying this. Your words have consequences. Yeah, yeah. So, and he's not like, he's he's not wiling out on him. He's actually telling him like, yo, I could knock you out. Like what are you... <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that's yeah. That to me, there's more of a teachable moment than someone being a, having clean PR. Because as, as I'm saying, I feel like you people just see through that shit. Mm. Yeah, I, I would like to see more of his personality, but I still respect him for that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because I don't I, think, because I don't feel like everyone's personality is bad or edgy. Because some people's personality is like, it's like it's like Ebbs there. He's like a super uh, Christian, but mm. he, that personality comes out. He's not trying to. He's not trying to do something. If that makes sense. Yeah. He's not being a Christian because he thinks it's good for the public. If that makes sense. I think one thing what wound me up about a lot of the AJ hate though is that obviously when it was the Black Lives Matter thing, he come out and said about supporting black businesses and that. And a lot of people then tried to turn it into almost like a Tyson Fury's, our guy's a white guy. And then, you know, AJ's yeah, the black yeah, guy. Yeah, and yeah. they tried to make it into a race thing. And that, that's just fucking... They that's tried to do blacks v whites, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but that, that's, that's the problem yeah, with doing blacks yeah, v whites. Yeah, Some people carry it on yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for the record, Tyson Fury would win that one. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but but that, that wound me up. I'm like, listen, they're both our guys. They're both British. Like, fucking stop with this shit. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. it wound me up, really. Um, and I felt like a lot of people in the last fight against Usyk, a lot of people wanted AJ to lose. And I'm like, Mate, he's Br- he's our guy. Yeah, I know. I never understand that. Yeah, yeah shit. In the group but listen, chat. that 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 Andrew, that is that is a race thing, and that is also some people's underlining bit of racism, bit of prejudice yeah. coming to the surface. But there was a I lot. Think. of there's a lot of my friends who don't like AJ, and I'm like, yeah. bro, he's like you. He's literally mm. like you. Like, so you're but, saying if you was fighting, there'll be another group chat somewhere in North London saying they don't want you to win. That's dumb. Like, we're literally. He's literally. Man them. Like, he's one of us. Yeah. Like, why would you want him not... Yeah. And don't get me wrong, if you think Usyk's a better fighter or whatever, that's different. But then to, like, root his demise is... I think that yeah. goes back to what we were just saying, though. Saying, like, you know, he like him doing those things reflects the like the community that he comes from and the people that yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he hangs yeah. around with. But by not doing those things his whole career, maybe certain people have a bit yeah. of a, an aversion to him, a True, bit of a disconnect. Yeah, a you know what I mean? yeah, like, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Because people thought that, that with Michael Jordan. Because really? Michael Jordan never spoke out about like black issues and that. They think really, oh, yeah. but I feel sometimes, yeah, like speaking is not the best way to do things. Do you get me? Certain man, if I look at black ex- excellence, yeah, I don't just think Mark and Martin Luther King and Malcolm X are guys who were speaking and revolutionary. I do think of people like Michael Jordan because he was excellent in his own way. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Some people are like. There's certain people I don't want to talk. I don't. There's certain black people I don't want to talk, talk about black issues because you fuck it up. You make us look stupid. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? So just do your yeah. thing. Do your thing. Yeah. Like play football. Or I'm not saying if you ca- if you can't if you can speak then speak. But I'm saying some people like it's not their thing. Like if I go and watch a black comedian, yeah, and he's talking about race and that, I want it to be funny first because mm. I feel like that has the better impact than you just saying. Something that we think is true. Do what, you know what I mean? What you're saying there is Wiley, turn it, tone it down a little bit. Yeah, you know I'm I mean? just saying, pull it in your music. <laughs> yeah. At least, at the very least, pull it in your make it rhyme. Don't yeah. <laughs> 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 Do you know what I mean? At the very least, because I think it will come across better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Jew rhymes with a lot of words. Jew yeah. yeah. <laughs> rhymes with loads of words. That's what I'm saying. When you're just out here running, it just sound, you just sound crazy, bro. I, I agree with you what you're saying there about how, like, you know, like, sometimes those like and you see it a lot in like comedy actually when you go out to like do those gigs out in the sticks or like those sort of like proper Tory heartlands where there's no like no diversity of like ethnicity in the the areas 
and it's kind of like all sort of like white like certain type of person and they'll see either a black comedian on the the bill or an asian comedian on the bill and they're not necessarily like uh exposed to what a black person thinks about certain things or what yeah, an asian yeah, person yeah. thinks about certain things and that person goes up and has a fucking killer set in the audience, there might be a few people who are a bit casually racist who maybe not not saying that overnight they're going to change their like beliefs or change their attitudes, but it makes them appreciate people from that culture yeah, yeah, yeah. way more. And I feel like that's on the comedian as well mm. or the artist to convey that. So I feel like because some people will pander, do you know what I mean? So some people will be like, it will be a black guy and it's a white crowd and he might pander to the audience. But it's like, bro, you would not be saying that in front of black people. What, what would be mm. a typical a, like, a joke I that I hate maybe... when guys are like, yeah, man, you know, I'm from, I'm from Lewisham and the pigeon robbed me. Allow it, bro. <laughs> You're not saying that in front of black people. Yeah. Just, just, just allow it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think the key is to kind of paint your picture clear, if that makes sense. So let's say I'm, if I'm painting a picture of an estate, it's not good enough. It's not a good picture if only people from the estate know it's an estate. I've got, to, everyone's got to look at it and be like, oh, that's a, that's a South London estate. They can see that. And that's for like, it's your job to do that. And I feel like a lot of that is in nuance. Mm. If you're just going on stage saying racism is bad, it's okay, cool. We know that. But it's like nuance. Can you, can you make it, can you bring them into your world? And I think people actually appreciate that. Because mm. even a gig I did yesterday in Sutton, when I finished my set, there's loads of people just like asking me questions about things because they're kind of, they're generally interested, but I've made them laugh first. So it's like that wall's been broken. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Because I thought, and that's what I, that's what I love about um, art and like whether it's music or football or whatever. It just kind of brings people together who you wouldn't, like when you watch the World Cup, how everyone is together. And, uh, uh, yeah, that's why I love the World yeah, Cup, Yeah, it's beautiful. And I feel like good art does that. Good art penetrates people's class and culture and that. It's like, oh, this guy's just a funny guy. Get me? When you do the, your gigs, when you're supporting Bubba or Mo, the black people are not in the audience thinking this is a white guy. They're thinking this guy's a funny guy. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm. More than, and that things like that, that, because you, I feel like on a, I don't want to get deep here, but I feel like there's so many different separations, isn't it? For us as humans, like whether it's gender, whether it's race, whether it's class, whatever. But I feel like on the most part, we're all humans. So there's certain things like, for the most part, we're more similar than we are different. Do you get me? We all have fear. We all have anxiety. We all have those things. And I feel like the best art penetrates through all of those barriers that we put up and it goes to your humanity. And that's when you're like, oh, this guy's in my head. Do you know what I mean? I'm watching like a Mickey Flanagan bit and he's like, oh, that guy's in my head, but he's, he doesn't come from where I come from, but, yeah, but yeah, he's a yeah. human being. Yeah, Do you yeah, get what I mean? That's and that's it. what I feel like it, it does. Yes, yes, guys. We are proud to announce our first ever sponsor of the podcast. Delighted to have these guys on board. This week's episode is sponsored by the one and only Kettle Club. Kettle Club is one of the UK's best luxury watch dealers stocking the finest timepieces in the country. From Rollies to Patiks to Cartier's, if you're thinking of treating yourself or a loved one with something special, then you need to get onto Kettle Club. I know these guys personally, and not only do they run a fantastic business, but they're also genuinely great blokes. I've also bought... Uh, jewellery and watches off them in the past. So they are Josh James certified. Give them a follow on Instagram at kettle underscore club or check out their website kettleclub.co.uk. You can also visit them in their Liverpool Street store located just next to the Anders Hotel by Liverpool Street Station. Not only do they sell watches, they also buy 
part exchange and offer a polishing service. Listeners of That Josh James Show can receive 15% off of polishing services when you quote That Josh James Show on your inquiry. So if you want to make that kettle looking brand new again, get onto them. You get 15% off if you're a listener of this podcast. That offer is brand dependent. So guys, go check them out. And a big thanks to Kettle Club for joining the journey, joining the team and for sponsoring the podcast. I thought all the comedians I really, really like, it's like they live, they've lived life. So mm. it's like they have things to say about their life rather than, oh, I think this is going to be funny, so I'll do this. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm. So it's like someone like Laura Smith, for example, I find her funny, but I think it's more because she just talks about her life and the stuff that she's lived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than like she goes on stage, I'm going to try and do this thing because I think this will work. Because mm. I feel like I feel like the best comedians have things to say because they've been through stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. Definitely. When when did we first meet? Was it up the creek? Yeah, we met up the creek. You had the um the blackout, the flat hat. Yeah, yeah, flat cap, flat cap. Yeah, with the North Face zipper. Yeah, <laughs> you look like a real geezer that day. Yeah, mate, love. And a you flat had that cap. joke about um, yeah, that's one of my favorite jokes, man. The joke about um, when you were walking and the Muslim guy was like, "If you don't repent, you're going to hell." Oh, it's yeah. like, bro, you got to speak my language, man. <laughs> it's like, if you want a beach body, let me show you about Ramadan. Yeah. Oh, fucking great yeah that's the first time we met yeah, yeah man yeah, 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 was yeah. that the first time first first time we met was at the um, was it really creek yeah mate and i didn't sign i signed with utc pretty quickly after because i think you were going there because you hadn't done fridays there i'm going there because it was pretty much the only club i'd not done and i think i was just like i'll oh, drop your ego and go do the blackout and i was sure when we done it you was on last i think and you had a six set and i was outside having a cigarette someone come in and was like, oh you won it and i was like no I was like, oh, but andrew fucking just smashed it um yeah, yeah yeah i remember that day yeah yeah, yeah i was yeah. i was sure that it was yours that night but uh yeah man it's good it's good those thursdays I, I still do it yeah i'm 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 gonna make a point of still going down there doing the material you know yeah i do it man but i can't lie the blackout is the gig i feel the most nervous about yeah mate because you because you know you can be no i don't off. think it's that i think it's gelly I'm really gelly bro oh yeah <laughs> i said I to gelly why, i was man. he's so, the nicest guy, <laughs> nicest guy. <laughs> but he's so scary man. i uh, i said this to, so Gelly, for a bit of context, he's obviously manager at uh, UTC, owns UTC, you know, runs, yeah, runs yeah. up the Creek Comedy Club. I said to him, I was like, I was fucking bear scared of him. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, was, yeah, yeah. just was, you know. I was, but you know, it's because he's because he's a little bit more just. Um, it's quite aloof. He's quite aloof. Yeah, aloof. And that's, that's, the, that's that the aloofness. The aloofness, what, you don't know if you've done well or not. So mm. it's like the unknown of it. And he's yeah. just nice. He's nice to everybody. So it's like someone's just died. You sometimes, yeah. Because I find it hard to be friends with people who I don't find funny. Yeah. Right? So if someone was unfunny, I would probably like distance myself. But Gelly's not that guy. So he's nice to everybody. So like, fam, mm. you don't know if he likes you or not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, he just had that aura of life. And I think when I first started comedy, that was when like UTC were taken off. Yeah. With most success. So I felt like, whoa, like these are like big, big players. Yeah, man. But yeah, every time I go back there, it's the most nervous I feel when every time, any time I go Ain't so bad for you though, because you literally live around the corner. That's why I do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's sweet, get... mate. Everyone hates going there because it's so far. Mate, I love Greenwich. Greenwich I just nice love, though. I love the fucking, just love the vibe around there. Um, I could easily move to Greenwich. Yeah, but make sure you move to the right spots though. Yeah. yeah. yeah Some of it's bro, just still industrial. Right up. Yeah, I'm not moving down your street. <laughs> yeah, don't, bro. No, your street's nice. My, There's some my, nice Victorian houses down there, aren't yeah. there? Yeah. And your 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 um your house, what you got there, is like 
That's a nice, that's a nice spot. I think you're in yeah, a good position. Nice. Where we, we first lived, so we lived like when I first moved to Greenwich. Obviously, it was our, my first house was in Peckham, but I don't remember. So when we first moved to Greenwich, I think I was about maybe two or three. We lived at the estate behind, you know, the Weatherspoons. Right. Yeah, there. And then once, I remember one time recently, I did up the creek. Yeah. And then my boys are from Haddo, which is behind up the creek, innit? Right. So we're there now, chilling. These, are they proper road guys? Yeah, just guys from the ends. Yeah, yeah. chilling, chilling. We're outside the corner shop, innit? Dark, pitch black. But you obviously, you know Greenwich is nice, innit? That the main strip of Greenwich is main nice. shop, yeah, yeah. maybe, yeah. So we're chilling, chilling, chilling now. This couple walks, walks around a couple, walks around a corner. This couple walks around a corner, and um, they're like a bit like older, middle must be middle class, look dressed super nice, and when they've hit the corner and seen us, the fear in their eyes, oh, yeah, shit. to the point I just we started laughing because we've seen that bare times because really? a lot of people will stumble stumble where they've gone somewhere fancy in Greenwich and ended up in the wrong place. You get yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. So we said to them, they're like, when I say fear, Josh, like, yeah, so we yeah. start laughing and we're like, nah, we have to say, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, we're not going to rob you tonight. We're feeling good. You know what I mean? We're feeling good. We're like, what, what, what are you not doing here, innit? They're like, oh, like we parked. We don't know where we parked. So I was, we was like, oh, describe what was around you. When they described it, we was like, yeah. We know we are. So we walked them to the car, innit? And they're like, they were super, they were super thankful. Rub the but, car. Yeah, we rubbed the car as well. <laughs> but no, nah, no, nah, they were super, super thankful. But it's weird, like, even like, I did a, um, I did a shoot with um, Ebbs. When you first signed for Palace, we did an interview, innit? With us, basically doing a walking talk around the estate we grew up in. Yeah, I see that on BT. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, we yeah, did yeah. that, yeah. So obviously the press officer came first, innit? From Palace. Um, Harriet, lovely lady, innit? So she gets to the, Obviously, the Uber's dropped her somewhere in the estate, just dropped her somebody where she's like, I don't know where I am, innit? So she's a, I can, when she's on the phone, she's a bit tentative though. So I'm like, describe where you are, innit? And I'll come and find you. So she describes where she is. So I was like, I know where she is. So she's literally bang middle in the estate, innit? So I've ran over to, to go and get her. Bro, again, the fear. I was like, yeah. she's like, oh, do you, do you, did you guys used to live here? I was like, nah, you know, I still live here. <laughs> but she couldn't believe that we grew up here. Do you yeah, get me? Like, yeah. But it was just like a normal, it's just like how we would say a normal estate. But obviously she's coming from a different world. So then when we was doing the interview, she was just like, so like, I think she loved Ebbs even more because of like the journey kind of went through. Yeah, yeah, went yeah. Because like all the old house. Yeah, it's that, amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's amazing what football can do for a lot of, you know. I mean, Raheem Sterling's a big one, you know. Yeah, he's like yeah. playing in Wembley, like one of our best players. And you think... You know, he's growing up um, in 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 West London, just in in a tough area to grow up. You know, yeah, and yeah, it's amazing yeah. that football's been able to give him that. Well, anything like I just feel like it's like, talent is like the biggest bridge. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Between dire dire circumstances and success, if you have talent, that's like the key ingredient, and it just can take you out of. A lot I mean, of shit. mate, you talk about your cousin, but it's unbelievable. Like. Like what you're doing now, not just your stand up. I mean, your stand up straight away. I thought you were fantastic because you are. You just, you just got it. You've got that edge that I love. I love comedians that have edge. You know, um, you're you're fantastic up there. But I mean, the TV that you're doing, you've literally been on. You know, fancy football now on Sky, BT Sport, um, what I wore. You know, yeah. interviewing Gaza, 
It's crazy. Harry Kane. Like, it's, it's unbelievable. And I like how you just said the Tottenham guys, though. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, what, who else has done? Rio, Skulls, Paul Skulls. I mean, Lineker, and it's like, you think Cantona. about the journey you've been on. You think from, you know, like, young black man come from a, you know, from accounts, you know, coming from working class upbringing. It's unbelievable, really, mate. It's, and you've done so well. You should be so proud of yourself. I appreciate that, man. Nah, you're gassing me up. I <laughs> <laughs> say it. Nah, I appreciate that. But I don't, I don't know. Like, I just looked at it like, I don't, I'm not sure how you feel, but I don't really enjoy, I haven't, don't think I, I've enjoyed anything yet. Because I just feel like I'm not on the level. Mate, I, that's how I feel. I like, do you know what? When people go, one, one thing I, I, listen, I really appreciate when people say it, but people go, mate, you're smashing it. You know, I don't feel like I'm smashing it. I'm doing great things. You know, I'm supporting Mo. I'm doing tour support for Baba Tunde. I've, yeah, yeah. you know, listen, I'm, 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 I've worked really hard to get where I am and I'm, I'm doing all right, but I don't know. I don't feel like I'm smashing it by no means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really don't. It's a constant process though, isn't it? And I feel you're like, you're always in the mindset of like, all right, well, this is for the moment, but I need to make sure that I don't get complacent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't even, feel like the man, you know, I don't get up there thinking, yeah, I'm the bollocks at this. I, I still you know I've got a lot of work to do. And yeah. Because I feel like it's the person, I wouldn't say I was jealous, yeah, but he was like the one that I looked at, I'll go, there's two people where I look at like, okay, they've got it. They've got everything. Mo mm. and Ricky Gervais. When I did the Ricky Gervais shows, I was like, this guy, he does, what I mean, he does- So you support Ricky Gervais, Gervais yeah. You, yeah. He does his comedy on his own terms. Yeah, man. Turns up, Love gets it. the audience in, does it and cuts. And I thought, yeah, that's what I want to do. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So I feel like a part of me is like, I like the TV stuff and I like everything I'm doing. I'm super, super grateful. But I feel like I'm in a position where I kind of need those things to even like survive. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that, that puts me in a weird position because I feel like sometimes I'm like, oh, am I doing the right thing to get this paycheck? Do you know yeah. what I mean? But it's like, I feel like someone like Mo or like Ricky, they have the freedom to say what they want to say. To pick and choose what yeah, they do as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like maybe that's just like my in my head the most idealistic thing. But I feel like, the biggest thing I'm trying to do is like maybe gratitude a bit more because sometimes I've, yeah, when, you, you, when got... you say that, when you just said what you said, it's like, yeah, I have come a long way, man. So it's like, I need to be thankful that I'm I'm doing that as well. And, and you got to like... keep it in the day, mate. Like a big thing that I've learned from, you know, well, without going into too much detail, but, you know, getting a, a bit of help with things over the last few years. One thing I was always told was just like one day at a time, keep it in the day, be mm. grateful, you know, write gratitude lists. That's a big one because... You think about so many times what you haven't got. You you, you ignore what you fucking do have, you know. And yeah, man. Like when I look at what I've I've got now, I would have killed to have this five years ago. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 I would have yeah. been like, wow, mm. oh, give me that now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, oh, cool. If I can have that in five years, I'll carry on going. That's what I want. You know what I mean? But yeah, 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 yeah. obviously your expectations always, always change. And I think if you look at people's careers, especially like Mickey Flanagan, like you mentioned, I was actually looking on his Wikipedia page yesterday at, at like, because I went to watch his warm-up show. I went to watch Ishan support him how was he um Ishan was great and very much going back to that thing you said it's very much the audience i would say majority 30s 40s 50s majority white audience working class right and Ishan comes on and he's telling jokes that are quite edgy they don't know how to take them at first because they're thinking oh am i allowed to laugh at this because yeah. this asian guy is making jokes about this and at the end he's got them absolutely ruined with laughter you know because they're on board with it then yeah, 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 yeah. um but anyway, I was looking through after I watched Mickey's 
warm up show, just just unbelievable. I mean, I was laughing like I was new to comedy again because yeah, you watch yeah. so much comedy. Sometimes you get a little bit like um, you laugh, you go, oh, yeah, that that, that, that was, was good. good. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I'm laughing like I'm a punter again, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but I was looking at his journey on like Wikipedia, and it you know very much he he's really at the peak of his powers now but you know when he was at our stage he's doing little bits on tv he's doing a bit on radio and yeah, bbc radio yeah, yeah. too you know it's not like it was just, just slugging away bang, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know um so it's you get there you know it's very much a process yeah and you get the there and even if you don't get to those levels you're still until comp you've already had an amazing career you know what i mean and yeah. it, my it, thing here when i was at bt as an apprentice i was logging in it and I was making like maybe like 20, I think it was like 22K a year. And I said to myself, if I can do that doing comedy, I'll be happy. Do you mm. know what I mean? Because at least then I'm doing something I want to do. And I feel like it's like, I just love comedy, bro. I just love yeah. doing it. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of people don't, I don't know. I don't like doing it. They do it as a means to an end. I think a lot of people do want to do stand-up because they maybe think, I want to get into telly or whatever. It was both yeah, me yeah. and you, we've spoken a lot about this. Like, we love the art of stand-up. And yeah. really, when it's all said and done, I want to be known as a stand-up stand comedian. Yeah, yeah. A stand-up comedian, do you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah, for yeah. me, who, who's who got it the best is Mickey Flanagan, is Kevin Bridges. They don't do no telly. They do a tour every three years. They sell it out. And that's their that's their thing. That that for me is that's is the, is the dream. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea of maybe doing a, a doing a sitcom. I'd love you know, um, of doing these sketches that I do. You know, doing something proper on a proper platform. But but the stand up for me is is, is number be, one. It's the driving force, isn't it? Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. I'm not doing it to try and be a presenter or you know, if those things come, that I call whatever. But stand up, you know, the stand up's where it's at. For I me. think it's the thing that humbles you the most as well. That's true. That is because true. because you have to. It's like. You have to perform every single time. You can't let like, you know, you do TV stuff in the edit. They'll make you look great. You know what I mean? That's a but when it's you up there on stage by yourself, you have to make sure that you're, you know, like on form and that you're, that you're sort of like, don't get complacent and that you, you're sharp and that that every audience is different. And yeah, you got to churn out new stuff that might not work. So maybe yeah. I'm not that funny. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You yeah, feel yeah, that. Yeah. You feel that. Yeah, I love yeah. the process more than anything. You know. Yeah, just working. I love up. doing a like a you know twenty minute set in a club where I know I'm going to kill. That's great. But I love the new jokes. Love writing the new jokes. You know what I mean? Yeah, doing yeah, the process yeah, yeah, of it. So yeah. Sure. Going back to uh, what I wore for a minute because obviously you've like you know you've been on with so many like huge footballers mm. like. Who's been your favourite and was there any that were like a bit awkward or a bit uncomfortable or? There was one, not, not, nothing awkward and uncomfortable. There was one dickhead, but I can't say it. You can't it. say it. <laughs> I'll tell you about it after. Tell, tell us now and we'll yeah. cut it out. <laughs> you can cut it out. Yeah. An absolute dickhead. Yeah. Was he? Such a dickhead. Oh. I've heard a lot of things but about But I can't him. lie. It made me respect him though because the, um, the camera switch was crazy. Like he was a dickhead before. But when on the ca as soon as the cameras were on, why was he a dickhead? Lit. He was just rude and like obnoxious and didn't want to like mm. just kind of rude like. And it was like didn't really like look at me and that. And then when the cameras came on, he was like, ah. Oh. And as soon as they flipped, he was like back to how it was. And then I saw him the next very next day, and um, there was one girl. There was one girl in the team who's like laying in it. Yeah. So we was walking together, and then he came over to speak to the girl in it. But like he came over this side, this ignored me, spoke to the girl, and she was like, oh, you know you. You um, Andrew interviewed. Literally, the interview was like an hour. So like, you spoke to him yesterday, like, and he goes, "Oh yeah." <laughs> oh, <laughs> girl, like, he was just a dick. Like just like he just. Mate, just I've a heard dick. a lot of things about yeah, him. Yeah, he's just honest. a dick. But apart from he was just like, like 
Loves a bird. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I <to> cut that. Out. <laughs> 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 we weren't giving it away until uh, <laughs> Not um, said he's lame, that'd be yeah, alright. Yeah, yeah. No, but he was a dickhead. He was a dickhead. But no one's been awkward. Like everyone is like the, the interesting thing is how we get them, we get like access through the um through the Premier League, innit? Yeah. So they think a lot of the players don't know what's happening. So they think it's just going to be a normal sit-down interview. Mm. So they come in a bit stiff at times, isn't it? Mm. But then by the end of it, they're like really up for it because I'm just talking about their life and that, their shirts and that. Um, the probably the, the three best I'd probably say Van Persie was super super nice. Like, yeah, love like, that. Just a proper nice guy, like Van R. What a player as well. Proper player. He was sick. Proper good to do him. Obviously, and then Gareth Bale as well was lit, bro. Was he? Like, obviously, a, we flew to Spain to do it, Madrid. Nice guy. Huh? Nice guy. Proper nice guy, bro. Like, almost didn't realise how much of a superstar he was. Do you know what I mean? Like, he was just proper nice. And, like, he had watched, before he came, he had watched the show. I was basically explaining to him, like, oh, like, this is what we're going to do. And he's like, oh. I was like, yeah, I literally just watched it. And I was like, yeah, man, it would be sick. And, like, that was at the time he was getting a lot of stick with his, with the agent. You know the time? Like, and Robert the golf and that. Yeah, it was like that time. So, like, I think they were very tensitive on, like, the media stuff he was doing. But he, his agent was there and he loved it as well. So that was good. And then Stevie G as well was crazy, man. Stevie G, what a ledge. Mate, I'd love to meet all these people, Stevie man. G, bro. When I chat, bro, bad times I was chatting to him. He's answering my question, isn't it? I'm like, fuck, that's Stevie G. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not even listening to what he's saying. Do you know the words? Yeah. I'm just like, fuck. Mate, that's... the Scousers are just bang on, though. Yeah, I've yeah, always yeah. thought... Whenever I go up to Liverpool, like I just think Scousers are bang on. Just honest, like just honest and kept it real. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even like, yeah, you just kept it real. Like even like what he was saying about even, you know, like I brought out the shirt where they almost won the league, the Denver Bar shirt. And I was like, he was just like, yeah, man, every time I look at that shirt, I just feel pain. Like, and he just kept it real <sighs> about it. Yeah, do yeah, you know what killer. I mean? He just kept it real about feel it. Feel for him, man. Mm. Yeah, yeah, What a player. Yeah. But listen, he won Champions League. He won two, didn't he? Or was it just one? One, went to semi Listen, to he, had, he had a great career. And I think he's a, I think he'll be a great manager. It's not worked out for him at Aston Villa, but I think he should have stayed at Rangers a bit longer, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, um, yeah. he really done so well up there. Um, but yeah, I'd love to see Stevie G... Mate, I'd love to see Stevie G manage England. Really? Yeah, I would. Like, I would love to see him I manage I think he'll be England. good for it because I think he'll make the players brave. Yeah, I just think... I, I mean, I love all them players, like Frank Lampard as well. I'm gutted that he left Everton. Because um, Everton fans liked... Did you see that video recently with... Um, I shared it the other day. With Lampard and the Everton fans. Yeah. And and he the, just looks proper scared. So, well, because... The, I think the game before, all these players are going out of Goodison Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's um, loads of scouts, loads, loads of Everton fans like, like you lot of fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 Get out the yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, Get out yeah, the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're we like, they're, sketch about that, they're absolutely hounding him, right? And then they're like, then they want to take the moral high ground. They're like, whoa, no, calm down, calm down. He's got a fucking kid in the back. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they're like, then they're toning it down. I'm like, really, you shouldn't do that anyway. anyway you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A kid there or not. But I think the Ever these other Everton fans, they've seen Lampard and they're like, listen, ignore them guys the other day. Like, we're behind you. And I've, I've, some people say he looks scared. I think he looked more emotional. You know Yeah, what I, mean? I feel like he, he looked stressed. He looked stressed. stressed and yeah, he, he looked yeah. emotional. I really I, felt bad for him, man. I just thought that was lovely. But the Everton fan was just like, listen, we're, we're all behind here. Come on, come on, Frank, lad. Come on. Yeah, you know, yeah, I love yeah. that. You know, because... Well, being people, a football some... manager, long. I'd rather be a drug dealer. <laughs> I'd rather be a drug dealer, bro. Less pressure. Bro, there's less pressure in the streets. <laughs> yeah. There's pressure out there as a football yeah, manager, mate, Very bro. similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
you're off with your head it's immediately. Bro. It's all about clearing your lines, isn't yeah. it? You know what I mean? So that's the name of the game. Yeah, but you're off with your head, man. Um, I've got a uh, a story for us. Lovely. So you might have seen, you probably, this seems definitely like fantasy football territory. So you Go may on. have even written on this already this week, but uh, an investigation has been launched after an allegation that a Sunday league player inserted a finger or fingers into an opposition player's anus in a Nottinghamshire game. I love that. <laughs> so um, a message from the FA's discipline team about the alleged incident has been leaked, which says it took place on January 8th. It reads, it has been reported to us that during a match between home team and away team, a player allegedly inserted a finger into an opposition player's anus. Um, it's uh, a non-league player received a nine-game ban last year after being charged with grabbing the testicles of two opposition players in a match. Meanwhile, in rugby union, England, Joe's Marlow was sent off and given a 10-week ban for grabbing Wales captain Alan Wynne-Jones' testicles during a Six Nations game back in 2020. So, obviously, like, look, something... <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, bro. The amount of times I've been sexually assaulted on a Sunday league pitch, <laughs> crazy guys. Listen, grabbing I've... my knockers, grabbing my ass, mate. Exactly. I've had. I've, <laughs> I've lost count. I've lost count the amount of times I've had a finger up my ass. Yeah, I mean, talk on the Sunday league. Well, never when I'm playing Sunday league. To be honest, but no, no, we're playing Sunday league, mate. Saturday the keeper night. always. I always like standing the keeper. I'm one of them players. I stand on the keeper at a corner. I like give a bit of face yeah, pushing yeah. me. I've had loads of fingers up my ass, you know. Yeah, what? So the guy snitched on him. So I think it's happened during a game, and the guys uh, obviously complained to the ref and gone. He's just put his fucking fingers up my ass, and they've also. How did he get his finger up your ass, though? I like mean, he has to. It's from the shorts. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He has to go really in. Like yeah. it's currently under investigation, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, like it's obviously just like I mean, it's it's just shit isn't it? You know yeah, I mean? yeah. Just, 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 just mate, have you ever seen that uh, talking about rugby? Have you ever seen where it might even be Joe Joe Marlow who done it or whatever? Uh, there was a rugby player. Um, he basically was grabbing the nuts of another rugby player, and then they cut to the studio and they're like, "What do you think of this?" And then there's that Welsh, that famous Welsh rugby player. I can't remember what his name is, but he was Welsh rugby captain. And he was, uh, he's gay, openly gay. And they went, he goes, <laughs> he's retired. He goes, God, I wish I'd done that when I was still playing. <laughs> and they cracked up. They had loads of complaints about it. And I'm like, fucking Shut man, up. that was jokes. Yeah, yeah, See yeah. if you can find that clip. Yeah. It is so funny. Definitely more of a kind of rugby thing, isn't it? Like grabbing each other's. The private school dons, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. The private school dons, yeah? Yeah. Them man, their, their sense of humour is Wow, yeah, like fuck. drink, drink that, drink that cup of piss. <laughs> yeah, Initiation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do it. Drink my, drink my spunk. And they're all like well homophobic, but also like homoerotic with each other. It doesn't really yeah, make yeah, much yeah, sense. Yeah, 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 like, it's they're, crazy. They're, they're like, private like, school guys. Really like derogatory, like homophobic language. But then they'll like, be like, oh yeah, put his cock in his mouth whilst he was sleeping. And yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Well, I yeah. watched a funny video the other day. Yeah, some guy was, you know, these van guys, isn't it? They're driving a van, and like one of those fellas sleep in the van, isn't it? So like the guy's basically got like a banana or something in it. Like the, but the guy who's sleeping, his mouth is kind of open. <laughs> to get me? So he's like basically stuck like the banana or whatever he has, yeah, in the guy's mouth, in it, and like doing this with it, yeah. So <laughs> the guy obviously like wakes up in it. So as the guy waking up, yeah, his boy like pretends like he's <laughs> he's doing up his trousers. <laughs> <Do you> get? <laughs> so his boy pretends like he's doing up his trousers, isn't it? 
So like you can tell like the guy's waking up and he's looking at his boy doing up his trousers, and you can tell that like, something's been in his mouth, in it. So he's like, he's looking, but he's trying to he's trying to figure it out. Like what's been in my mouth? He sees the guy doing his trousers. Then he just, he just goes after it. <laughs> it was mental, fam. I was like, fam, that was the funniest. That's video. some proper. That's some proper white boy banter. Yeah, that's proper white boy yeah. banter, fam. Alan Wynn Jones, number five there. And uh, Joe Marler, who thinks it's very funny. And Alan Wynne-Jones' reaction is one of bemusement, which in a way, I, I suppose it's half funny, half like, what on earth are you doing, Joe well, Marler? It would never happen in my ear. I wasn't really upset about that, because if it had, I would never have retired. That is fucking brilliant. So many people complained about that. Yeah, that's crazy. People love to complain, man. Have you ever had someone complain that you had a gig? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah. What happened? Um, it was very, it was a while ago, and it's actually a comedian on the circuit who. Oh, a comedian complained about you. Yeah, I will tell you after who it was, but um, she, I mean, she, she's often coming out and and. It's quite vocal about different things. I mean, it's one of them. It's one of them. Listen, you know, <laughs> no, it's one of them. It's one of them. It's one of them. Yeah. Same listen, <laughs> fair, you know, fair play to if that's how you know she. She funny. Anyway. She funny. <laughs> what do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so I got a joke about Anthony Joshua, where I say about him. The basically the premise of the joke is, uh, like if he if he tried sleeping with my missus. I ain't saying shit, basically. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I said, listen, if he wants to sleep with me, I'm letting him. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. and then she was like, put this big hoo-ha that it was like, um, you know, glorifying that sort of thing. I don't know what point she was trying to make, but she made it and she left. Or she didn't actually say it to anyone there. She said to the promoter after. And then the promoter wanted to make a big thing of it, of like, the joke, like, what is she talking about? Blah, blah, blah. And then he made a big thing about it on Facebook. And then... Oh, really? And I'm like, mate, just... So the girl didn't say it to you. She said it to the promoter. That's what... And that's, then he... So that's strike one. But he... he that's strike one. If you've got an issue with my yeah, joke, say, say it, it to me. me. Yeah, but yeah. then the promoter basically kicked off about it, saying, no, this is really unfair. And I was just a bit like to him, mate, just drop it out. Like... Should just ignore it. Just her, whatever. Yeah. But then he made this big thing about it on Facebook. And then there's this big debate about it on Facebook. And then he was like, mate, can you come back and do that same joke? And I was like... I was like, to be honest, match. Let's just move on. Like, I'm not not yeah, not bothered. Yeah, yeah. Do you know so what I mean? He made a big deal out of it, basically saying like that she shouldn't have been complaining. Exactly that. Right, like okay. saying that she shouldn't be making a big deal about it, and that um, it's you know obs well, absurd. Comedy collective. Yeah, one of them ones. <laughs> yeah, like all these open micers yeah. talking about comedy. You're like, 365 comments. Yeah, on the yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Um. Anyway, I reluctantly went back and done it, and then after he'd done a bit of crowd work about that was what the big hoo ha was over, and people were like, "What are we talking about?" You know. Um. But have you yeah. seen that girl since? Uh, I did. Yeah, I gigged with her a few years later, and she just didn't say nothing to me. And actually, I followed her. She bombed in a big way and I went up and I fucking smashed it and you I just said you should have walked off stage and said ha nah, but I, listen I ain't like that yeah, you're not, not like, like that at all I you're a nice like, guy I was just when as soon as I see her I was like are you alright they doing darling you alright you know I probably shouldn't have called her darling she probably fucking oh, hated yeah yeah <laughs> no the fact that you called her darling she'll probably say that's the reason why she bombed Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, ones. I was like, you're right, darling. How you doing? You've been all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. Um, just, just, just trying to be as nice, nice as I could. Okay, yeah, when yeah. I come off, I mean, 
I see as soon as I come off, she sort of left quite quickly. I I don't know whether she was sort of like watching my set as if to think I'm going to catch him out again, you know. Um, and I yeah, I had a really good time. I had a really good set, and um, and and she she didn't have the best of time. So, but it's it's just one of them things. I, I still see her kicking off a lot on. Like, I, sh- I mean, I don't follow her and I think, but people share things and I'm like, I mean, she's probably warranted in maybe some of the things she's kicking off about, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm just a bit like, oh, just, I'd say just lighten up a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially yes. if you're doing Not everyone's out to get you. Comedy. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't understand serious comedians. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. never understood that. It's like the whole point is to be, is to take light to things. I'm not saying you have to be like that in your real life, but on when it comes to comedy and bits and stuff like that. And also, that's your tool. Comedy is your tool. So why don't you use your tool to make that point on stage? Because yeah, like we were saying earlier, it'll yeah. hit much fucking harder if you just yeah, do yeah. that rather than just I feel like when anytime I see someone media. tweet about something that's a comedian, they tweet something serious. I just think, oh, they're probably, they're not doing that on stage. So it's like, it's irrelevant. Mm. Yeah. Because I feel like you would, I don't know where it is. I feel like some people want to be revolutionary yeah. more than they want to be funny. Mm. and like it feels like people come across like oh like they're using comedy as free speech and this and that and it's like comedy is not that comedy is laughter we're meant to be making jokes like, that's, that's why I hate people on both sides I hate these guys that they say oh yeah we can't say anything anymore and yeah. I hate the people be like oh yeah well you do you know what I mean it's like just just be funny do you know yeah, what I mean it, it solves everything do you yeah. know what I mean funny this literally solves everything yeah yeah it does mate I've got one more actually you know what Let's yeah. go for, did you do, uh, yeah, I did yeah the so you did your homework. I gave him a bit of homework, uh, before, uh, yesterday. We've got a segment on the show called, uh, That's a Liberty. That's a Liberty. So just things I really hate. Th- things that piss you off, things that wind you up. Yeah. Uh, one thing that winds me up was very irrational. I hate when people eat salt and vinegar crisps. <laughs> I just think. They're butters. Disgusting. Yeah. yeah. All over I your finger, and I people be licking their fingers. They stink. It's so disgusting, yeah. man. I just think the fact that you've gone that low to feed yourself, <laughs> yeah. yeah, is horrible. <laughs> yeah, and licking the fingers is a big one. When you play, I'm playing like cards with my mates, and they're eating Chris, and then licking their fingers, yeah, and then touching the cards, hard. and I'm like, Whoa. come on, man. But yeah, I just think. That, yeah. salt, and salt and vinegar is particularly offensive. Salt and vinegar, <laughs> specifically. Yeah, like yeah, if yeah. they're eating Texan barbecue and they did their fingers, it's not that bad. Nah, salt and vinegar. Yeah, that's but the worst flavor. Salt and flavor. vinegar. <laughs> the fact that you even bought that, yeah, it's an issue. Do you know what I mean? Out of all the crisp flavors they have now, you bought salt and vinegar and you're licking your fingers. There's no way you enjoy that. Even the Walkers coloring of them. What's the? What <laughs> this is that like green, green. green. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, who's buying a green, green pack yeah. of crisps? So that's it's one, one of thing. those. If someone opens them in an office, you smell them instantly. Instantly. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that's one thing I hate. Another thing I hate is I hate when um girls wear those baggy combat trousers. Because you can't see the bunda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't. I just feel like it's so unswaggered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, basically, I don't like when people like try and it's like they're trying to do a thing. You know what I mean? You know, I said earlier how you was dressed in the North Face and the and the flat cap. That was you. That's you. You get me? So you look sick. But some people will be like, "Oh, Josh looks sick." 
So I'm going to try. That's not you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So you don't look sick with a flat cap. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Imagine if I pulled up with a flat cap. We'd be looking at me like, this guy's crazy. Mate, you'd sew a flat cap. We're nah, talking about. Man, nah, man. Nah, nah you wouldn't. Nah, I wouldn't, bro. <laughs> mate, this guy's Ian, disgusting. Listen, mate, Ian Wright looks sick in a flat cap. Maybe yeah. when you're like 50, 60. Ian Wright does. Mate, Ian, Ian Wright is the. Probably the best flat cap wearer out there. But was he wearing it when he was in his 20s, 30s? He actually was, because you know what? There's that there's that video of when he's at Arsenal, when he's talking about his old PE teacher. Oh, really yeah, got, yeah. And yeah, he's, yeah. Wearing video, video, yeah, he's wearing a flat cap. He's wearing a flat cap. He didn't look good, though. <laughs> no, but listen. <laughs> he didn't look good in that video. His flat, flat cap ability, yeah. his flat like, cap abilities have, have obviously up. improved. You know what I mean? Stepped but. Up. Yeah. Up, isn't it? Oh, so I guess your broader point is people are forcing it with their fashion. My thing is like, I don't like people who force it. Yeah. I think sometimes when someone wears a piece of clothing and you're like, you're trying to look, dressing like, to look a certain sort of way, but you think you've got it just wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're the brand you're wearing is just a bit off. Yeah. And also I feel like it's a, it's a thing of like, you're not wearing that because you really like it. You're wearing that because you think that's what it's cool. It's trying to make a statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas like most people who are cool, I think the coolest people are, are just themselves. It's like that hat I showed you up there. I've got getting rid of loads of clothes and I've got, <laughs> I've got a fedora cap up there, hat up there, which I wore like once because I see a few people wearing it. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to try to be the fedora guy. I could try to be Frank Sinatra. And it, yeah, and it's just, <laughs> just, just not me at all, you know. Where did you wear it? Where did you wear it? I went to the comedy store. <laughs> And someone went to me, you're right, Josh. And I went, yeah, it's me, just with a hat on. Like, I thought they didn't recognize me because I was like bringing this new swag, but yeah. they did, obviously, because they said, Josh, you're right. Do you know anything else I hate? I hate when people doing their driving tests, but they only go for automatic. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. Absolute. In this country, you're I would have passed a lot quicker. If I'm that. <laughs> that means you're a pussy. How many times <laughs> did it take you to pass? Come on, bro. First time, of course. Oh, shit, took me three times. Three times. Yeah, man. And even on the third time, the bird let me off. Really, because. <laughs> 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 Mate, I'm, part, I'm fucking behind these cars, like waiting for them to go, so they can go around these cars. And she went was there for about a minute. She went, Josh, um, you do know that car in front is parked. I was like, no, I did not. And then I drove around. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I got five minors. My cousin, Ebbs, his first driving test, he got 15 minors and three majors. I was like, bro, you can't drive. Why are you taking your test? You physically can't. That's yeah. like, test is half an hour. That's dangerous. You, you made a mistake every two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I got five minors, but I never, I did, I took my time on my lessons because mm. I didn't want to, Took me a while to pass, uh, and to the point where I can't actually remember how many tests I took. Like, really? Yeah, yeah. It took me a while, and it would always be. I think it was nerves more than anything, because I'd always just get one major, just make like a fucking mistake, crazy I'd get, mistake. I get like yeah. two minors and then one major, and then it's fucking you fuck, yeah, fuck yourself. I just knew I didn't want. I just didn't. And also, my my driving instructor was a bit of a dick, so I hated being in the car with him. Mm. He was so rude. <laughs> It's like, yeah, bro, I don't know how to drive. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, getting, getting, angry yeah he's getting angry with me. It's like, I don't know how to drive, bro. This is why I'm here. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? My, my driving instructor was wild. He was like, he was like, where are you going on a day this year? I was like, um, I'm going like Zanti, like first lads on a day. He's like, yeah, you're going to fuck loads of birds. Mate, I'm like 17, like, obviously I talk like that now. Do you know what I mean? But back then I was like, uh, like little virgin. I'm like, 
Oh, well, well, we're going like to just have a good time in there. He goes, yeah. He goes, you fuck loads of birds. Like, take loads of Johnnies. He was like mid-30s, like living through me. He's like, yeah, when I went there, I went fucking Zanty like when I was 18, fuck loads of birds. I was hanging out on the back of one of them. And I'm like, there, like, Jesus, man. And no wonder it took me three times to pass. He was telling me nothing about driving. He yeah, was just yeah. telling me about like, I mean, I learned a lot about fucking how to birds. not treat women, really, during those... <laughs> Join those uh, fucking driving lessons. Did you but... go? Did you go those a lot? Party holidays. Yeah, man. I was Zanti, Magaluf, uh, Malia, proper Brit abroad shit, mate. Yeah, yeah and I then went, I, I and Malia. then I graduated to like Malia. Oh, yeah. Then I graduated. That's, that's, that's a cheap one, isn't it? Malia two thousand. Mate, they're all cheap though. Like Zanti, Malia, yeah. Magaluf. That's why you go there because it's dirt cheap. But then I sort of graduated. Well, Abifa, Abifa's the expensive. Abifa and then Magaluf. Um, oh, not sorry, Marbella. Marbella. Yeah, Marbella's my go-to now. I love Marbella. I would say, actually, bringing it back to the car thing, one of my things that I just think, are we still doing that? Is people still do it on Instagram? What, on dri- Facebook? driving and they um recording themselves driving? No, just like, oh, I've got this nice bottle of water, fucking Mercedes badge in the background. It's mm. like, oh, mate, are we still there? You we're know what I mean? There, are there. we still there? Well, the big stop. one is, is getting a photo on Instagram and they've got like a Range Rover behind them or whatever. It's probably not even their fucking car. Yeah, yeah I've seen that. Though. I've seen that. I've yeah. seen someone I've before. seen someone, yeah, take, say, woof, we did it to my car. Like, was Mate, I've thing, seen you know? a, someone before getting a picture in front of a Range, right? Geezer jumps in, drives off whilst they're still trying to get the picture. And then no they're like, oh, way. do you know that, what I mean? That'd be Just like straight, stunt. straight unffollowing though. Like if I've seen people trying to stunt on like my Instagram. No, but it's, it's the, get, what, like, what, if they, what if they're a sexy girl though? That's the thing. <laughs> the girls get away with a lot, with a lot of that shit because they're buff. And guys will be like, "You look great." Yeah, can't stand those guys. <laughs> can't stand those who, guys. That's another one actually. We want to talk about things because you have like who these guys first posting on like comments on like Maya Jama and like Georgia Smith's pictures yeah, yeah, going yeah, yeah, yeah. looking lovely today. No, do you know what? Do you know <laughs> what you girls? Go on. Do you know what girls have got to stop doing? Right, <laughs> girls, you gotta stop lying to each other. Your what mate is, puts a picture up. You look ten like, out of ten. Oh my god, babe, you look amazing. You look beautiful. Fire emojis. No, she don't. She look butters. <laughs> she don't look great. Do you know what I mean? Like, listen, she can look great. Some she don't look great in every photo. It's true. It's true. Stop. But, the, you're giving them a deluded self. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the, but the gram is not real, though, isn't it? No. The gram is the gram is your highlights. Yeah, it's your highlights. But I just think they they love that, don't they? They love boo 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 boosting each other up. Could you imagine that if you put a picture up and I'm like, Andrew, you are looking gorgeous, my friend. Your skin, oh mate, flawless. Oh mate, can I get some of that cocoa butter because you are looking pink, bruv. Are you saying about Instagram being like the highlights rule? I don't think it is. I think I I just think it's just like a complete like. Fair, like it's a fairy tale. For it's like an illusion. It's not real. It's not real. It's even with the comedy. It's like, but I've seen people bomb talking about I had a great set. Yeah, oh, yeah. But yeah, I had a great yeah. set. But even like, it's all about it's, at the end of the day. Like, online thing is just it's a, it's a marketing tool, isn't it? Yeah, it's about alluding that you're bigger than you are. I'm, I want to normalize posting your bombs on Instagram. You know that. that. No, bro. <laughs> look at his nah, I'm gonna. But I don't. It. I don't like. Also, I don't like when people just post that they've played somewhere. Right, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I played Top Secret. There's so many people, I'm like, I was there. Yeah. And you, I, did, I, you, you are not playing there well. again. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, also, like, also, like, signing for agents and that, like, 
when like they don't only comedians care about it's that. It's only the industry. Yeah, really yeah only the are. industry and the and most people who see that who are in the industry don't like the fact that you've signed. So they're hating. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's what you're sh- that's what you're <laughs> that's what you're showing it for. Do you know mm. what I mean? People online want to see content. Yeah. But I think so basically you should put it on record now to say that you are signed with Ricky Gervais's agent. Yeah, yeah, you're so, yeah. So, you know, you, you get to know. You're signed now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you signed with someone else before? Yeah, man. A, uh, oh. No comment. <laughs> it's a tough breakup. Yeah, a, oh, really? But that's why he's supporting Ricky Gervais and that now. Yeah, so oh, basically Ricky, Ricky Gervais's agent. But I was I was doing... I'll the, call him now and I'll be like, are oh, we doing tonight? He goes, I'm, I'm just, just with Ricky tonight. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, oh, mate, obviously he's one of my best friends in the co- comedy game. No, but because, I'm like, oh, you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was no, me. No, but I was, I was getting the support before I signed for them. Mate, that's big, man. United are fucking... They're like... Proper, they're yeah, a big Duncan agency. Is sick. He's a sick guy as well. It's just like oh, full congrats. safe. It's man. not just United. It's Ricky Gervais agent. Yeah, that. Yeah, and I made that. I, I didn't even know that, man. Congratulations. Yeah, that's how you don't look out for me anymore, yeah. bro. Like, man <laughs> left. Man left. He left, fantasy, he left fantasy football. He doesn't check, check on me anymore, uh, man. No, um, no. Nah, nah, yeah, so I, I was doing the tour support, and he was obviously the eight. Basically, I did a gig at um Soho House. Yeah. Um, White City. Oh yeah. He, he, um, Duncan runs a, a gig there with some guy called Jay in it. So Jay saw me at Top Secret. So then I did that gig and I smashed that gig. Um, and then Duncan basically reached out to my older age, my old agent. And was like, oh, can we get him for Ricky Gervais support? And I remember the first show, I, I did well, but I didn't feel like I did well. I was mad nervous, isn't it? But then he kept coming to the shows and that. And then there was a few things happening with my with my older agent where I thought like, I think I need to move on. And a few people were coming in for me because obviously Avalon. Um, do fantasy football mm. so it was that there it was all, not like official talks but I was like it could it could work out but then I just thought yeah like as you said like United look big so when I met with Duncan it was just almost like a no brainer mm. it just kind of just broke down all the stuff that they, they could be doing for me I was like you know what yeah let me just yeah, let me just do that so to me they're like a like a different level to like what the usual comedy agencies are, are about because they've got such a broader kind of they represent you know like big actors and like they, they there's like a it just kind of feels like there's access there to a world that maybe you might not get access to with a smaller agency you know? yeah i feel like if i work super hard i can i can make something of myself because they, they will open up no, no yeah. they'll open up the doors for me but they would like that's that's how i feel like i feel like listen sometimes you i get feel caught like pur- purposely now it's on me like mm. if i do yeah, the yeah, work yeah. i will got the opportunity yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I, you know i see that with uccs like a lot of the acts that are a bit further on than me i think oh they're doing that they're doing this i'm like listen if i keep working hard then hopefully the yeah, opportunities yeah, yeah, are there for sure. me as well you know what i mean so yeah. yeah i've got um i've got a question to finish us on uh this is a little question that we had submitted on instagram question from a guy called jack and uh, it kind of touches on something we touched on in one of the other episodes uh, if you were stranded on a desert island and had to take one movie to watch, one meal to eat, and one celebrity past or present to go with, what and who would it be? Uh, I think I'll start with that one then. Um, Silver Linings Playbook. It's my favourite film. Really? really? Yeah. <laughs> Josh, grow up. Man. What? <laughs> That can't be your favourite film. Silver, <laughs> that's your You're favorite, having a fucking laugh. That's, that's a, your favourite film. Yeah. Oh, it's, got, <laughs> it's got De Niro. It's got Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence, like three of my favourite actors. I know who's in it. Yeah. It's a, lot about, it's a lot about a geezer who's like, 
you know, struggling, struggling like mentally and makes, <laughs> and he's, and like, like, it's all about life not being perfect. And yeah, but bro, it's depressing and you're on a desert island. But it's also funny. It's also funny. So I go for that. I do I go for a nice, proper, like, uh, Nepalese um, Italian pizza. No, Napolitan, yeah. Napolitan. Nepalese. <laughs> From Nepal. Um, <laughs> I go for one of them, right? That would be my thing. And then celebrity. Oh. Past um, or present? Past or present. Past or present, dead or alive. I think I'd have to go for uh, probably Maya Jamas. Be nice to have a bit of female company on there. <laughs> you just fucking stole that from me. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, that's if, you know. That's because if, if you're stuck on a desert island with whatever bad babes, you're going to have sex with them because it's only you. That's the only option she has. Yeah, well, maybe if it's not Salvatore, but. Uh, I mean, your pull-out game has to be strong, though. Can't be raising fucking. No, to be no, to be. I think if I was on a desert island with Maya Jamma, I still don't think she's going over. To be honest, I don't think. I don't listen. Look at look. She's gonna take her chances in the sea. Look look at look at fucking like a previous guy. She went out with that NBA guy. She went out with Stormzy. She ain't gonna want my little fucking cocktail sausage. You know what I mean? It's not happening. But no, I'll probably have. I think for banter sakes, I'll probably have someone like. I reckon it'll be fun to be on there with like Mickey Flanagan. Yeah, would be banner. cool you know what I, mean? I could ask him all about his career um i could write with him you know that would be pretty cool i like that i like that okay right. so napolitan pizza silver linings playbook mad and uh mickey flanagan yeah. what are you saying andrew all right film i'll probably go with either goodfellas or snatch that's what i thought you would have gone for goodfellas but it's because i need so i need because i feel like someone like something like goodfellas gives me a lot so it gives me violence it gives me deep it gives me funny so I won't I'll go through different emotions so that'll probably be good fellas I'll go for food will have to be fried chicken very stereotypically <laughs> of me you have to go fried chicken I didn't have you down as a fried chicken guy <laughs> <laughs> I could keep a straight, I could keep a straight face oh uh, yeah fried chicken mac and cheese yeah, mm, mm, mm. yeah, and mm. then person with, because I got three options. Yeah, it would either be Helen Mirren. You like the old things, yeah? Helen Mirren. <laughs> Helen Mirren. Yeah. Helen Mirren is the most beautiful woman on earth. Yeah. <laughs> you two have thrown out some like. Mate, Helen I Mirren. swear I watched the porn no just like that the other day. Yeah, I would say Helen Mirren or. Jesus, well, because I'm like, are you real? Let's just let's just answer all the questions now. Is it real? You get me? Or I might do a crazy dictator. Do you know what I mean, Stalin? <laughs> let's be on there with him. Like, what's what's up with you, bro? Like, who <laughs> hurt you? Do you know what I mean, mate? Like, that that could be well disappointing with Jesus if like he's fucking I all know, these bollocks. You're like. Mate, sweet. We're on a desert island. Got all this that's water. That's why. That's why I'll say Turn Jesus. this into some booze. Let's yeah. have yeah, a good time. That's why I say, like, oh, about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say Jesus because it will answer all the questions. Yeah, you could mm. just fucking. I think I might be with you on Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah. Um, my my food would have to be. This is a mad one as well, but I could literally eat this fucking every day. Tuna and sweet corn melt. Oh, that's <laughs> fucking disgusting, man. That's worse than Silver Lining Playbook. I'm glad I'm not on that desert island with you. Don't say that I'm going to be on that desert island with you because I ain't coming. No, I'm definitely not fucking cheesy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say Dwayne The Rock Johnson. 
because you need a guy who's he's got a bit of banter. Action he's, man. He's a, he's an action man. He's a he's a big guy. Can go out and hunt for you and shit. And I used to love WWE back in the day. He was my favorite wrestler. So we could chat shit. About I thought you was about yeah. to say Dwayne Chambers then. <laughs> I played football with Dwayne Chambers the other day in a charity football match. Was he good? He's not as hench as what he used to be, and uh, he's all right. Yeah, obviously very quick. But then, you know, it's different from how I expected, to be honest. No, I think The Rock would be good to be on a Desert yeah. Island. The only thing is, obviously, not picking a woman might end up being the bottom or something, you know, if we're there long oh, enough. Oh, yeah. I think whoever you're on a desert island with, you're going to have sex with them. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> could get ruined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to end up having sex. Guys... What, even if it's a geezer? Yeah. I think if me and you're on a desert island, <laughs> give us two years. <laughs> Yeah, give us two really. years give us two years we're at it man yeah mate I'm gonna be yeah, like one imagine of them. the day after you get rescued <laughs> yeah yeah he's gotta live with that it's like if you're in prison isn't it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like I had, a, I had a mate who was in prison and he's like probably like this and he's got no neck and he's like mate he's like fucking honestly you meet him you're like you're just a criminal he's like he goes like he goes mate if I was doing fucking life in there, yeah, I'd probably have some of it at all. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah, Thanks, that, man. That, Thanks so much for coming no, on bro, the show. I, I think it. that's uh, that's us for today, and yeah, it's that's, uh, that's us done, man. Yeah, Anything man. You want to plug, Andrew? Obviously, yeah, I got fantasy football um, every Friday, 10 p.m. on Sky Max, uh, and it come, it's on Now TV and Sky Go every Friday. Um, yeah, man, that's all it is. That's the main thing I'm plugging. You gigging? I'm gigging every day. You know me, get down. But I'm just, I'm not. I don't really like promoting my gigs because I'm just doing this time to get better work, work yeah, my hour. And yeah, like, yeah, I haven't yeah. got like a tour or a show or anything. But yeah, fantasy football. If you tune into that, so we can get season two. That would be very good for me. Yeah, <laughs> so you got a podcast that. as well. Yeah, so my podcast will be coming out in March. Um, called How Long Ref. Obviously, I, I'm getting Josh on. Very soon as well. So, yeah, look out for that, man. Not Good just course. me, though. Hopefully, me and Johnny Fisher yeah, Johnny are the run Fisher, for ball. Yeah, yeah, get rid of Essex boys. Because I don't bring enough clout. <laughs> <laughs> I don't bring enough clout. You got to have the boxer on there. Yeah, I want, I want, I want, I want, a, I want an Essex episode. You get me? Mm. Yeah, man. A white niggas. That's what I need. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Well, listen, keep me supporting the podcast, guys. Thank you so much to my producer, Big Sally. Yeah, Thank you Sam, so man. much. To Andy, my man, we're off to shoot a sketch now. Yeah, yeah, it's cold though. But let's it's cold, but we're, we're getting it in. And we're probably we got to figure out today who's the better bowler. Oh, so we've got to do some sort, sort of, of tricks. Can you play two touch? Two touch, mate, mate. Listen, I right, can let's play. Let's, let's let's play. Man. I, let's I play. can play anything. All right, let's do this. I'm ready. I'm, um, I got bare footballs as listen, well. Listen, it's blacks v whites today. <laughs> 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 we're gonna figure. We're gonna do the sketches, and we're gonna figure out who is the better footballer um so yeah as ever guys if you can write it rate it oh, i can never say that word right rate it five stars on spotify rate it five stars on apple Podcasts. leave us a nice review to all your friends and family and we'll see you all next week Much love.